pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, good evening and welcome to 2016 and One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. Hey, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Did you have nice times? I did. Uh, I had a great new year. I saw one of our good friends get married. I saw that. New Year's Eve. What a great uh, yeah. day to get married. It was brilliant. And her husband, husband, uh, is Scottish, so we have bagpipes all over the shop. Did you do a Kaylee? No, we did karaoke instead. Oh. Brilliant. Could have combined the two. You could. You could karaoke. have sung Marillion's Kaylee. Exactly. At karaoke. Um, How was your new year? Yeah, Solid cool. joke to start the new year. <laughs> What's up? What have you done, Lewis Schaefer? Your friend's bag. You've left your friend's bag. What was in it? Can we check it's your property that you're not just coming in to steal? Yeah. <laughs> come on in, come on in. Uh, Steve, how was your how was your break? Uh, I had a fantastic break. Really, really pleased. Didn't check my email all break. Okay. That was that was a good decision. I thought I just saw you ignoring me. It wasn't a great decision today. <laughs> it, it all came crashing down on me today. But the break was fantastic. Had a really, really nice New Year and lovely Christmas. Good. What about you? Same. Uh, I've just been playing Star Wars Battlefront all really? the time. All okay. the time. Me, my wife, and my son, when he's over, Star Wars Battlefront all the time can't stop playing it seven out of ten <laughs> <laughs> we are a video game radio show and we do reviews we've done reviews for 10 years this is our 10th year yeah this is tenth exciting isn't year. it it's very very exciting Big we one will for us. no doubt go on and on about that over the next four months before we reach that anniversary day we do uh, video game reviews we do video game features got a new feature coming up later in the show exciting uh, we do letters uh, we struggle with those a bit but surely we will talk about that later too and we have guests how do you kick off one life left's biggest ever year difficult to difficult to word that out i mean how long how long have we got (laughs) (laughs) 54 minutes how how many of those minutes do we need to stall for i don't know i think we're okay oh you kick it off with mike bithel of course don't you friend of the show mike bithel hello how many times have i been on now not enough. Not Still enough. not enough. Not enough. Still not enough. <laughs> we'll let you know when it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, delighted to have you back on. Happy New Year Always to you. Pleasure, yeah. Exciting time. Volume Always. is out on Vita tomorrow. Yes, well, hopefully. That's what we're hoping. Always exciting. When it's you always good. That, that moment of, will it, won't it? We'll I mean, that, that's the whole premise of Indie Game the Movie, isn't it? It's yes. like some people wait for Xbox Live to update, and then it doesn't for a bit, and then it does, and then, then the end. So yeah. it's going to be like that for you tomorrow. You could periscope it. I could... But so won't. It's like Aww. Sonic Tuesday all over again, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so volume's out on Vita tomorrow, so we'll be chatting to you about that and all sorts cool. of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Year news, New Year's resolutions, Anne? New Year, New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> It's 
7.04 on Monday the 4th of January. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Steam is in so much trouble, or hot water, you might say, following a security lapse on Christmas Day. The sensitive personal information of 34,000 users was shown to other users because of some anti-DDoS attack measures that were being used at the time. The information that was exposed varied from user to user, and those who were affected have been contacted by Valve. This story leads us to one conclusion. Father Christmas is in charge of security at Steam. Good timing. Right at the end of the jingle. Yeah, excellent. Well done, Anne. So you're one for one Fantastic. at the moment. Uh, that's one way of preventing hackers, isn't it? Um, obtaining uh, personal information is just to show it. Yeah. <laughs> just to show it. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? Exactly. Oh, there it is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, a bit, this is worrying for everybody. I, I wasn't. I, I, I uh, logged on to the internet after this had happened, so sort of mm. missed it all. Um, but it doesn't look like it was as bad as first feared. I saw it was the. I think it was the uh, top topic on Reddit that day, and it was a link which basically said. If you click on this link, all of your details will be exposed to the internet. <laughs> and that got like 30,000 upvotes or something. Right. And uh, then someone said, yeah, you should probably edit that, like mm. make it something else. So yeah, I, I, I was not exposed You're as not far exposed. as I know. No. Anyway. I, don't, I haven't been contacted, so I assume I wasn't exposed. Um, Mike, did this affect your sales? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think uh, like two hours. But what was really weird was there were still people buying games in that time. <laughs> well, not so let you see, win. You see, you see the stat. I remember there was one guy like in the in the in the kind of two hour or one hour. I think it was down for. There was just this one purchase of Thomas was alone. And it's like. Just you should have waited. Oh no, it's worth you the risk. Wait for a wait, wait for an hour. Wait Need for two to play hours. It now. Need I respect that. That was nice. I mean, if you're playing with someone else's money, then surely it's exactly <laughs> the right well, time exactly. to play, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't know what else you've got in the news, Anne. But um, generally, this was a, a, a that aside, which wasn't as bad as it could have been. I, I uh, don't believe. And um, games industry did okay at Christmas, didn't it? Because last year. Uh, the PlayStation Network went down, didn't it? And yeah. Xbox Live went down as well, didn't mm-hmm. it? I think. Yeah, that was. Was it Lizard Squad? Was <coughs> that Lizard Squad? That was a thing, oh, wasn't it? Lizard Squad. Remember Lizard yeah. Squad? Yeah. So 2015. Hello. <laughs> um, uh, but this year, I think there were occasional problems with UPlay. Again, no one, surely no one noticed. I've been working all year. <laughs> um, I think Battlefront had its servers. Uh, mm. People were trying to mess with those. But overall, I think we, uh, we learned from last year. Do you think that the hackers were just having a lovely time instead? Spending time with family. They're playing, yeah. playing Battlefront. Battlefront was yes. the one true voice to Call of Duty's Girls Aloud in the 2015 race for Christmas number one. If you don't understand what that means, shame on you, and here's the Christmas all formats top three to help you out. FIFA was out of the top two for the first time in a long time with FIFA 16 at number three. Battlefront didn't win the Star Wars coming in second, and Call of Duty Black Ops 3 did what all call- good Call of Duties do and stopped at nothing to get the top spot. Oh, two for two. <laughs> uh, analysts reckon it sold 13 million Battlefront stores, Battlefront. And how many of those did you buy? One. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to buy the season pass as well. No, we're, we're genuinely thinking of getting another PlayStation in the house so that I can play at the same time as my really? wife. Uh, genuinely. Wow. Genuinely, genuinely. What? Yeah. Gosh, can't you play it on... Isn't it one of those ones you it's can got, play on? It's got split-screen co-op. Okay. But you can't... Well, yeah, we can't we want to get full-screen, mm. you know... I know a couple who've got TVs, like, like bracketed above each other, so they can play next to each other. Couple, who are they? I want to be friends with I'm not going to tell people. you. I'm not no, going to tell you. Where do they live? Where do, uh, way away. <laughs> away, away. <laughs> They're in Canada. <laughs> My wife's Canadian. Oh, there I you go. I can get there pretty easily, Mike. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, yeah, it's great. Is, is anyone else playing it? I just, I, for me, I was, I, I was wanted single player. That was what okay. I, I just need that backbone of. I don't know. I've never. I mean, um, so I'm up to level 26. Oh, well um, done. Well, is that, that good? Thanks very much. Great. Actually. Great it's, yeah. it's just over halfway to, uh, to level 50. To level 50. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is the um, which is the top level that you can get, where you're then you'll be then able to unlock the uh, dark, hit, dark trooper outfit. Are you, okay. Do you get to be Darth Vader when you hit? Oh, you be Darth Vader. Um, actually, you be you are Darth Vader as it installs. Really? It's no, it's no messing. It goes Whoa. right. Here you are. Um, uh, yeah, but you know when everybody was talking about Destiny and all of that, and they were talking about level caps, and I was just not interested. Mm. Battlefront, I, I just, I, I've never played an online shooter. It's so forgiving. It doesn't like you just get on and have a nice time, and if you die, <laughs> straight you back say in nice again. Nice time. Star Wars time. Shooting people. Yeah. Are you a big Star Wars fan? Do you think that's what's kind of opened it's de- the door it's, for I mean, you? it's definitely. I, 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 yes. Um, mm. Am I a big Star? I mean, I like Star Wars, of course I do. Um, and you know, it's a good Star Wars time at the moment, mm. isn't it? Um, do you talk to other people? online no and i think it's it's slightly missing that a little bit because you can play co-op with 
your, you know your friends online but you don't really interact it's not it's not hmm. it's not too it's not like uh, Rainbow Six uh, yeah but I've just not I mean I've got Rainbow Six to play I've not played it got Assassin's Creed not played it yeah no but yeah come and join me but overall Call of Duty as as, as normal as normal Christmas number, number one, one always no FIFA FIFA in at three for the first time out of the top uh, oh, top two for a, for a little okay. bit okay well that's uh, you know that's, that's Charts. a thing <laughs> Charts. Is that it for chart stories for 2016? I hope so. The PS4 has been hacked, but not in the bad way where you should change your passwords and your mother's maiden name. Hackers fail overflow, have broken into the PS4, circumnavigated the console security and run unsigned code. Usually code would need to be encrypted by Sony for it to run. They've also managed to run a version of Linux. Fail Overflow aren't releasing the workings of this hack following a piracy fallout from their PS3 hack, but if others manage to do it, piracy might not be far off. Good job, three for three. Mm. Do you remember when we all put Linux on our PlayStation 3s? Did you ever do that? That was a thing. That was a thing. Do you remember? Oh, brilliant. Now what? (laughs) I don't know know what Linux does. (laughs) Um, I'll be honest, when I was writing this story, I sort of felt that I should conclude with like, uh, and this is what it means for, you know, your average player. I don't really understand. No, I think it's just proof of concept. It's proof of concept. It means piracy is probably reasonably close, unless unless only close whichever loophole it was. But yeah, I mean, now that consoles are so uh, online, is so deeply integrated Mm. into them. It just seems it should be. Yeah, it should be patchable. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't don't think. I don't. I don't feel that piracy is as much of a problem as it used to be. I have no opinion. Subject. <laughs> <laughs> <At> all. <laughs> well, I mean, when I was a young man a hundred years ago, I yeah. would. Uh, th- there was a man who worked for BT, I think it was. And he would. Uh, he was. He was the sort of man that you were only friends with, just so you could uh, borrow his discs. Mm-hmm. Um, he was much older than me. <laughs> Looking back now, you know, it <laughs> feels a little strange. But um, yeah, it was all over the place, wasn't it? And I, you know, I don't think. Um, I just don't see it anymore. I'm not saying it's not a problem, but. I don't know. It's good. I, th- I think you know, ease of distribution, prices have fallen, and stuff like that. It just doesn't feel doesn't feel as uh, as prevalent. And what was the last game you copied? I don't. Never knowingly have I pirated never knowingly. a game. Okay, is that is that a legal defence? I mean, I think I've got my my lawyer on standby. <laughs> player has completed the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time almost five years after starting it. Terry Garrett began playing his playthrough on the 8th of May 2011 in a YouTube series designed to show that he could complete 3D as well as 2D games. He used in-game sounds to help him navigate around. After finishing, he said, who knows what's next? Thanks for all those who've stuck with me through this series, even after it seemed like I was giving up. Good Quite work. Good. Yeah, that's well, impressive. Done. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, I struggled to complete it anyway, I did, like without going to Game Facts and stuff. The Ice Temple? How on earth would you do that? I thought it's the Water Temple. Water yeah, that's, Temple, that's apologies. that's the one that everyone, uh, that video of him doing that is, is, right. is, that's the big hitter. Mm. And he was doing YouTube five years ago, was he? Yeah, in 2011. Crikey. Should be big by I now. Mean, you were doing it years ago. Oh, yeah. You were doing it before that. I reviewed it. Keg of Heineken mm. <laughs> on YouTube went viral, didn't it? <laughs> it go viral, yeah. Before before going viral was a thing. If yeah. only we'd known, I know, I we know. could have that's been pretty Well, that's the story of our lives. Steve, I could have been Zoella. Story of our lives. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, well done. Uh, what's next? Do we have any recommendations? What games do we think he should take on? God, that's a good question. Isn't it's Battlefront. Best play Battlefront. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> And finally, if you think you had a bad Christmas, get ready to hear that tops. A nine-year-old from Massachusetts was given a PS4 for Christmas and was, of course, delighted. Delighted! It's a great console and media hub where greatness awaits. Only the boy ended up in tears when he found a block of wood adorned with a phallic drawing in the box where his gift should have been. He was super upset, cried loads, and now doesn't believe in Santa. The shop it was brought from made all this better by giving him a new console, a hundred-dollar gift card, and a copy of the Uncharted collection, which carries a teen rating, which is too young to play, so may as well be made out of wooden cocks too. Hey. Worth overrunning for. Definitely. Well done, man. Good. Oh, well, that's a shame. That's terrific, isn't, isn't it? it? That's awful. I am... Um, so, uh, Dexter, uh, my son, seven, um, he was playing with uh, the BB-8 Sphero that, you know, oh, obviously great, they yeah. are great. Um, and uh, that has a... Um, it has a feature on it where you can record a message on your phone mm. and hold it against the Sphero and it projects it like the message oh, that Leia cool. does to R2-D2 and stuff like it comes out of it and stuff so we'd, he'd, he'd come back from seeing The Force Awakens he was wearing his Poe uh, jacket that we got for Christmas uh, he played with his I've played BB-8 so off he went I was playing Battlefront while he went and did that um, Kate my wife brings him in she says oh um 
Dex has found something he shouldn't have done on the phone. And I'm like, okay, okay, right. I'm just trying to, like, I mean, I know I don't do anything bad on the phone, but when somebody <laughs> says, right, oh, he's found something, I'm like, oh, taking pictures, that sort of stuff. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, what's that then? And uh, showed me. And um, a few months ago, when we first got BB-8, uh, the, the reason I'm explaining this story is because it's, it's like kids seeing inappropriate stuff. Um, <laughs> when uh, we got BB-8 uh, a few months ago, I'd recorded a video of me mm. making, like, really swearing at it. Like, <laughs> going, F off! And um, Dexter saw it. <laughs> so I said, um, look, I'm, I'm really sorry that you saw that. Um, I said, look, I shouldn't have done it. He said, um, he said, why did you do it, Daddy? <laughs> I said, uh, well, you know, BB-8's so cute and he moves, you know, so, 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 uh, he, he looks, he's really well animated. All that. He looks so cute. I just thought it'd be really, really funny to see him swear. <laughs> and he said, um, why did you think it would be funny? <laughs> and I said, look, I'm really, really sorry. And he, he, was, and he said, I'm just going to go and play in my room on my own now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he wasn't angry, he was no. disappointed. Right. Yeah. And so he, he came back down. I was, like, I was just sat there going, oh, no. Came back down a little bit later and um, said, uh, look, I'm really sorry about that. I shouldn't have done it. Um, just out of interest, though, did you learn anything? Any new words? <laughs> Fortunately, the answer was no. So, Good. yeah, terrible. So, yeah, that's two two child Christmases ruined. <laughs> Why would the parents... So, as parents, would you open up the, a console before you wrapped well, it? Well, my would hunch you? is that it was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think so. thought it would be a hilarious joke. Realised it backfired quite badly and just couldn't... Uh, got a bit um Do you think... Oh, it. yeah. Or, so, did the shop admit liability, though? It's, Nobody's admitted it, but they... Oh, what, what were they going to do? Go... Oh yeah, uh, t- so- sorry for your kid, but it's nothing to do with this. Right. They had to do the it. The alternative is trying to explain why you've done that to your child and having the child go, "Why did you rap? Why did you draw?" Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury. <laughs> One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is from chipmusic.org. Uh, it's Impulse's Heartbreak, it's called. It's a nice mellow way yeah, to start a really new nice. year, isn't it? Ease our way in. <laughs> and out, <laughs> it seems. Wow. Wow. Yeah, well, there you go, that's all right. Uh, Mike! Hello. Mary, how, did, how was Bithmus? Oh, God. <laughs> this was not my idea. Was it not? I it was not it was my fun. idea. I, well, that was fun. Well, that was the only way I would let them do it, was I said we can do it, but we have to be incredibly over the top and horrific with it, because if anyone thinks this is serious... It was nice, you know. I think um, there's, I mean, you know, less so at Christmas generally, but there's, you know, a lot of, lot of negativity mm. and snark and stuff. It was good to see someone being fun and... It was ruined by the fact that Kransmus was, of course, right. invented by the video can, game can you guys. explain what Bithmus so we, is so we, we did like we did we gave away like steam keys for volume and Thomas was alone every 
every day. And yes, Happy decisions were made by other people. We're not to involved call in it, Steve. I, I was wait, wait Everyone for... was on tenterhooks. It was, exactly. it was the talk of Twitter. Yeah. I was waiting for Bithster in Easter. Right. Okay. Oh, it work. Yeah, no, we uh, for Bithmas morning. Me, we, me and my wife <laughs> ran downstairs and wondered if you'd been played Star Wars. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> That's good. Um, but no, what, uh, what I've got from you uh, uh, over um, recent months is just how, how well, how happy you are, and how well it's all going. I'm it's having nice. a lovely time. It's nice. I try, yeah, without trying to be too smug about it, it's all going very well. Yeah, no, we're having a lovely time, and just kind of. Yeah, setting up th- like five things I think right now. I'm wow. not sure which one of them is going to become. Let's just run thing. through. Let's just run yeah, through what they are. Is it okay? But, no. Uh, no, it's cool. It's all going. It's all going very swimmingly. Good. Which is nice. I just honestly like. I agree with you. I think there's a lot of negativity, and it's nice to be talking about positives. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Uh, and uh, volume out in Vita tomorrow. What yes. can we? So what? So uh, smaller. Okay, I've, yeah. so I've told you before, this is the format I'm most <laughs> looking forward to it for. I'll be able to okay, play cool. on the... On the uh, well, so on it's the not train. out for you until the day after. You specifically. It's the, worth waiting for. So, yeah. Sony, yes. Uh, so, cross-buy, full, full cross, game? Yep, cross-buy, full game. Um, it's basically the same game. Obviously, some of the bells and whistles aren't there because it's a handheld, but it's... Uh, yeah, we're really happy with it. It came. It's coming out a lot later than we obviously originally hoped. But, yeah, I think it's hopefully it'll be worth the wait. We'll see how people react to it. Um, again, you were talking about the reaction because you, you announced, mm. you know, you're full of un- unconventional methods. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a very polite way of putting it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you announced the release date, like, basically over Christmas, anyway, or just before Christmas, just didn't before, you? Just before, yeah. We, we did it. We announced it. I think we, we announced it, like, the day the Steam sales started, by complete coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. no. Well, to be honest, mainly because we just, we, we've already, you know, we already had missed the kind of the planned kind of release date so we were we were literally you know waiting for the absolute confirmation to go no okay it's definitely coming out okay because uh, we didn't want to mislead people but um you you mentioned that the reaction from the vita players was really strong from there, it's been weird actually because i think i because well my twitter the background noise of my twitter account now for like you know ever since launch has been just when's it out but you, yeah, you've yeah, probably yeah, seen this yeah. as well yeah, in the day job and it's it's yeah it's just this constant stream of vita 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 which is which is cool but you kind of sometimes you assume with that that that's like you know very vocal minority of people who actually care and all this stuff but yeah we saw we saw people kind of jumping on it we saw lots and lots of support when we announced the date and and we also saw a big spike sales wise so it's it seems that people are people have been waiting so it's cool to cool to see them kind of joining and yeah, we'll see how it goes. Great, and you've you've had loads of feedback since the original game. You've used mm. um, some some new level packs and There's stuff. Loads like of stuff. Yeah, we 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 tweaked. I think the biggest one um, was that we made a really big game design mistake. Uh, in the way the game treated kind of checkpointing and saving and it kind of it, it, it changed the tone of the game in a way that we didn't want um, so we managed to fix that in PC and now that's in the PlayStation version yeah the Vita version will launch without that mistake and that's that's what's really cool about you know modern game development right is that if a problem happens you can actually solve it rather than just like crying every time you see it <laughs> on, the, uh, on the trade-in shelf at the video game store so. Have there been any other reactions to the game that have surprised you or things you didn't think about? Um... I mean, I, I'm consistently surprised by how much like user-generated stuff is happening. Like, that was a real gamble, and we we spent way too much time building the tools and stuff. Um, and I was always a little bit skeptical. Like I wanted to do it, but I was always a bit skeptical whether people would actually care. Um, and there are yeah, there are people in the community making levels that I think are you know, possibly better than the ones we made, uh-huh. uh, which is quite exciting. Um, so yeah, that's that's been the big surprise is just seeing people really gravitate towards that specific aspect of the game, but. Yeah. Do you have like numbers on what sort of percentage of people are using the, the user-generated stuff? Um, I do, but I've not checked them in a while, and we've certainly seen it pick up recently. So I don't know it's what just, the up-to-date ones are. But it's, I mean, it's always a very small group. Yeah, right? that's like, the that's the sort of wisdom inside game development yeah. is that people can get sucked into spending a lot of time building these tools for an audience who are really they're, they're really uh, vocal about wanting them. Sure, but the number of people who pick them up is not always. But what's really cool is the secondary thing. So that's what we've really seen is that while you definitely we certainly have definite usernames that I recognise mm-hmm. now, I'm like that guy's made 
five levels, you know, that guy's made ten. Um, but you definitely now see all of the audience kind of going towards that stuff right. and playing that stuff as well because, you know, the, the game story... Most of the people who bought the game back in August have finished mm. that, so they're all playing this kind of this new content, which is which is cool. And if the ecosystem exists, which it does for us, which is great, then it's a reason for people to keep going back. I wonder how like Mario Maker has affected people's attitudes towards user created levels. Well, that's a really cool. That's a fun tool to use, right? Mm. That's the big thing I think with Mario Maker. And it's what we were going for. I don't think we obviously I wouldn't compare us to them, but like, but I think there is that that tendency now. People are trying these things, and certainly I think that's probably helped us. Well, I'd imagine that you don't need to. Re- to readjust your system date and time in order to unlock the content for designing your volume levels, do you? Like no. I had to do with a very impatient seven-year-old when he got Mario Maker for Christmas Day. That was a debate. I remember. I remember that debate when we were designing it. Like, because we, yeah, we just you give give you everything. Doesn't matter if you've even completed the game right. or whatever. So you can actually like load up okay. the game, not play anything, go straight to the editor yeah, and yeah. play with everything and see everything that's going to happen later. But um, yeah, I think it's worth it. I think that's yeah. Why why put a barrier up, right? Particularly on Christmas morning, yeah. <laughs> Um, more volume now. So uh, you need to maintain your enthusiasm for it. Uh, volume comes out and Vita soon. Then next is Coda, is that Yeah, right? Coda, which is the VR thingy. You've um, been having a lot of fun with VR. I mean, I know last so time you cool. came on the show, we, we, we it was essentially the VR special. Uh, but you, are you still having fun with it? Yeah, I love VR. I, I, I don't, like, it's, honestly, it's, uh, I've, I've employed people to, to worry about the business side i just love it i find it really exciting and i'm enjoying playing with it um but yeah so coda's coming along well and that plays well um it's certainly it's a i think probably kind of it's alpha beta stage now so we're we're still fiddling with things but yeah i I love what it does i love what um what other people are making as well like when you play like um you know uh the number of different games especially on the on the vive and the playstation vr are just really exciting have you played on the gear vr much I played a very early prototype ages ago, which I've well, I've got, but the phone is now my mother-in-law's. Right. So I don't really play anymore. I handed that over. I got, I got um, mine um, in December. Finally, the consumer vision. It just sort of. How do you find it? I love it. Love cool. it. Yeah, I'm spending money in the Oculus Store, and um, uh, the big hit over Christmas was keep talking and nobody explodes. Yeah, uh, which is great really game. enjoyed that. You print mm. out the manual and you've got the, the 3D bomb there, but things like Dead Secret and Amiga Agent, I think, are uh, yeah. Mm. It's just, just wonderful. But the exciting thing from my point of view uh, is that you told us the other day that One Life Left's favourite uh, favorite VR joke yep. works perfectly inside uh, Gear VR. It does, yeah. You, what's, um, the, what's the joke? Uh, it's really clever. It's really go clever. And Blow me away. I'm not sure, Bear in mind, I'm not sure you'll get it, Mike. Is it going to go right over my head? Yeah. For okay. anyone listening as well, uh, keep in mind, this is this joke is the intellectual property of One Life Left. Our lawyers <laughs> also, it's the intellectual are listening. limit of One Life Left as well. <laughs> <laughs> does sum us up. Uh, basically, you give someone VR for the first time. Yeah. Um, in uh, we did it in Nottingham for the first yeah, time. We, I forget, I forget the alpha version. Yeah. And this, and you I was showing YouTube the introduction to VR, so you put it on there, yeah. and they're wowed by it, and all that sort of stuff. And whilst they're enjoying it, you see um, everyone in that room leaves the room. Yeah. And that's, and, that's and, that's and that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I mean, and if, if you can, if you want to enhance the uh, the gag, uh, film it. Yeah, film yeah. it. Film it. So then you. Uh, and if you if you want to make it. You know, top notch. Sure. Uh, make sure it's Simon Parkin yeah. uh, who's, who's okay. using it. I, then I did it on Owen Benelak. Really? Yeah, exactly. Two two heavy hitters <laughs> in the games industry fooled by our pranks. <laughs> we like the Dom Jolly. Uh, so, Volume Coder, uh, and then you're, you're just, what are you doing at the moment? Just sort so of playing we, around? Yeah, well, we got, yeah, we got a few prototypes and a few. Th- conversations and things but like honestly like it's probably stuff that we're not going to talk about there's one little thing I'm working on which I think probably will be like the first thing but I'm not even ready to talk about that yet okay. are you going to so take a break great. at all um I yes I've got a, the plan is I'm taking I'm going to Disney World is the plan in February Sweet. which is exciting but I've, I've got to finish and you know I've got to finish like a certain number of jobs and I'm allowed to go on holiday so I'm going to go on holiday for a couple of weeks that'd be nice take a break Mike excellent alright well good luck with those really excited about uh, volume coming out tomorrow mm-hmm. or Wednesday if you're me <laughs> so, yeah just uh, do keep us posted on how it goes hello I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left local news The newest live-action film remake of the Lego Star Wars series has been released and is breaking box office records all over the video game world. The film has been directed by J.J. Abrams and sees a lot of the old characters returning to the franchise. However, 
hardcore fans of the Lego Star Wars series have been upset by some of the changes made to the film, with the characters being given the ability to talk, permadeath being added to the plot rather than allowing the characters to restart with a score reduction, and Chewbacca didn't rip any Stormtroopers' arms off. Either way, I'll be going to see it at my local multiplex. Thanks and back to your usual programming. And a happy new year to all our listeners. Thank you so much for your letters uh, this year. Uh, we've been. Well, I think I think it would be a, it would be a, a lie to say that we've been inundated. But, uh, we've been dated. We've been dated. We did yeah. ask for people to get in touch over the Christmas period, you know, just to check that we were okay. And no one did. Oh. Too busy enjoying Bithmus. <laughs> Robert Wells writes, "Happy New Year, team. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, SSG." Well, I've eaten all the turkey curry. I've watched all the James Bond films, and AGDQ is on Twitch. I suppose it's time to get back to work. Mostly this holiday, I've been playing Super Pole Riders from sports friends with my girlfriend it occurs to me that the unconventional controls of Bennett Foddy's games level sorry the unconventional controls of Bennett Foddy's games level the playing field with people who weren't raised with controllers did you have lovely breaks did you play lovely games with your lovely loved ones did you make any New Year's resolutions Pip Pip Roberts well you all know what I've been up to Anne what games have you been playing I'm going to cover that in the review section so you can't can't talk generally without scoring a game yeah no, why would you talk about a game without giving it a number? Was it? I mean, do, like, we all spent time with our friends and family, like, general video games, did they feature as part of your Christmases? Mm, not so much. No? No. I mean, I played, I played quite a lot of things, but mostly I was playing on uh, music apps on my iPad, which is my hobby of choice currently. Uh, I remain absolutely appalling at making music, and in some ways that takes a lot of the pressure off, because there's no expectations. It's like you spend two hours making something, and it's not like, oh, that would be perfect if you could just adjust this. If only it all sounds like nursery rhyme garbage. Okay. And so I'm never disappointed. <laughs> and that's, that's the nice thing about low expectations. So yeah, I've been playing on Korg DS10, which is the old uh, Nintendo DS uh, Korg synth, which has been reissued on uh, iOS in the last month, and that's brilliant. I've uh, been playing on a, a, a very retro uh, chip tune sequencer, would you call it? It's more of a yeah sequencer uh, called Rhythmic, um, and also the brilliant figure. Um, I uh, have to update that. I, I have been playing a lot of one video game over Christmas that I can't review because I've reviewed it a thousand times. Uh, obviously, Neko Atsumi, the, the cat oh, game. Yeah, me too. Me too. I've gone really hardcore on it. Me and Matt, just we sit there and we're like, uh, should we watch this uh, Should we watch this programme? Should we just check out cats first? Yeah, let's just check out cats first. And we've both uh, extended our gardens, mm-hmm. remodelled, mm. trying to get all the kitties to the yard. My dear wife um, is obsessed with it. And uh, what, if she sees something in it, I'm, I'm told essentially three times. I see it on Facebook, <laughs> on Twitter, and then she turns to tell me, oh, this happened. I'm like, I know. It's so good, though. It's so good. I've started getting... Uh, the, the best thing is when you get the... In, uh, like the um, sort of... The, it feels like the Easter egg cats. So I got Billy the kitten because I put the oh. I put the cowboy hat down. Right, spoilers. And he was just standing right. there. I'm not. I can't guarantee that you'll get it if you put the cowboy hat down. Well, can't do you know what they're talking about? Nice Mike. surprise. No, I, no, it's the I know the game. I think ish. What did you think of the footy? I'll show you. I'll show you <laughs> the footy. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, how, well, how was Bithmus for video games? Did you play um, with friends and family? I yeah. I, I me and my girlfriend continued to obsess over Lego Dimensions. I saw and you spent far too much money Wonder on Wonder Woman that. and Doctor Who. Was the Wonder Woman and Doctor Who with. Uh, Marty, Marty McFly, McFly flying the TARDIS. It was good. This is just Kingdom Hearts fan fiction again, yes. isn't it? Yes. I disapprove I of it. both of you two. <laughs> <laughs> I approve of you and your cats because that's all in one coherent universe. Yeah. This <laughs> is fan service nonsense. Uh, hi, Seven team, out of ten. And a very happy new year to all uh, friends of the show. My question to you is short and sweet. 2016, the year of dot dot dot. Discuss. One life left. Uh, it's from Battlefront. One life left. Yeah, it's the year of one life left being ten. Yeah, that's that's the answer. It's okay. the year of one life left. Good. There's uh, your discussion. <laughs> it's done. Thank yeah. you, Mike. Uh, you've got a letter. I have. Um, 
So this is uh, from Rahul. It's a Happy New Year team and SSG. Quick question. Assuming all of you were trapped in a situation where constant waves of six-year-olds were coming to attack you, how many waves do you think you'd defeat before eventually succumbing to the inevitable? Thanks. Mm, the inevitable. Excellent. Yeah. Good question. They're quite low down, aren't they? Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Practicing how you would... With what? Well, what, would you, what on earth are you doing yeah. to them? That's like a, that's a decapitation bat. of a six-year-old yeah. surviving yeah, baseball right now. Bat. You're hitting six-year-olds with baseball bats. What have you become? Yeah. Isn't, that what, isn't this what video games have yeah, taught just, us to do? <laughs> if something comes at you, you hit it or shoot it. That's yeah. true. Good point. Okay. And with that in mind, Chris Stewart writes, very last minute as well, he, ri- he writes at 7.24. <laughs> if you heard like a notification earlier in the show, that was Chris. Uh, not sure if this is in time for the show. Well, it turns out it is. Thanks, Chris. Happy New Year! It was a long wait for your beautiful voices to come back on the radio, but there are a few festive distractions to occupy me. I hope you all had enjoyable periods of festivity. I returned to England and ate many mince pies. I will be spending the first few months of this year playing Wii Fit as a punishment. Mm. Probably. Do you have any gaming-related New Year's resolutions? I think I want to try and play more games to completion this year than last year. Also, I realise this question might be common today, so as a bonus replacement question, do you have any weird Christmas traditions? Thanks, and here's to a great 2016 Love and Kisses. Chris, we don't need the bonus question. Let's deal with the first one. Gaming-related New Year's resolutions. Um, It's not Wii Fit, because I got rid of my uh, Wii Fit board um, at the end of last year. Okay. So, so it's, it's not that. Not that. Okay. okay, well, we dealt with that. It's not that resolution. Is yeah. it anything? Do you have any gaming resolutions for uh, this year? Yeah, I want to play more games, uh, uh, and I want to play more different games, and I want to play more games that are, uh, that my friends make, because I think that's... Um, it's a good thing to do. Um, yeah, more, more different friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Simon. God, that's a good question. I've... Um, uh, to play the games I've got, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, although, yeah, I, I'm, stop to buying stop buying games. games. Not buying games, um, but to appreciate the ones I have. For example, I um, I've been a member of the Humble Bundle Monthly. I think it's month free at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Twelve dollars a month for a surprise pack of games, and uh, it was really good this month. Uh, the Talos Principle, oh, Master cool. Plan, uh, Mushroom Eleven, mm-hmm. uh, and others. Fistful mm-hmm. of Gun. Uh, so I want to take time to play to play the games that I'm getting. Rather, mm. I've stopped buying games frivolously. I think I'm only going to play Battlefront. I'm just going to play more <laughs> Battlefront. That's what I'm do, I guess. Did you see that article on? I think it was Polygon. Might have been Kotaku. That was uh, could have been any of the others. Frankly, yeah. uh, that that was here's one way to be happier next year. Play less games. Play fewer, fewer. games. Exactly. Fewer. Yeah. I was going to say video games. Website. I was going to say if it was less, then that's Polygon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fewer is Kotaku. Um, I mean, it was obviously it was clickbaity, and as such, I was not baited into clicking. But uh, I thought it was, a, yeah, like you say, a very very bold thing for a video game website yeah. to be saying. Do not get hyped or read any blogs about yeah, video games. Right. Stop it. Yeah, stop. Uh, what about you, Mike? Any gaming resolutions? There's still, there's still Lego Dimension sets. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think I'm going to really focus in on that. Yeah. So I have one, which I haven't fully worked out how to articulate yet, but you will be hearing more of on the shows to come, I think, as I try and work out what it is, which is I think I'm not going to play any games, or certainly not buy any games, uh, that involve uh, killing people okay. as the primary mechanic. Is it because of the six-year-olds? <laughs> I just saw something in your eyes. And I didn't like it. Anne. I think it's. I, I think it's an interesting thing to try, mm. and I think it is a problem with video games. If you look at all of the highly rated and the the big games mm. that dominate the medium, and even the ones that we say are critically, uh, you know, important video mm. games, largely the way you proceed in them, the way you move on is to kill something. So my question someone. is this, can, can death be used as a plot device? Can, would you be allowed to play her story, for example? This is, this is, this is the question. This is the thing that I'm, yeah. I'm sort of wrestling. I'm not sure what the rule is for this, and that's why I'm being very cautious with the things someone, I play right now. Indeed, I'm not exactly sure whether it's about death or whether it's specifically about guns, or specifically okay. about shooting. And about you enacting Because, a, uh, you know, if you ban shooting, that bans games like Defender, for mm-hmm. example, you're not allowed to play play Defender or Asteroids. If you ban 
um, you know, killing humans, then you are allowed to play well, things about aliens. Fallout Four. Yeah, definitely Would, not. You wouldn't. But somebody's just finished it without killing anybody. Right, but the, but the designed mechanic. But this is and so whether not, whether or not you not. can avoid killing things. If the choice is just kill something or don't kill something, I think that's not a valid. Mm. That's that that is the sort of thing that I'm trying to avoid. Like if someone's uh, if it's possible to get through Metal Gear just in, entirely in a stealthy way, then that's the whole point of the game is to avoid killing. Mm. And that's not what I'm interested in. What I'm interested in is finding more games where well, that's off the table. Yeah, altogether. completely, completely. What's cool is that's actually an achievable goal. Mm. Yeah, it is. It does mean you can't play Battlefront. <laughs> <laughs> they never hit anything. In New feature. Oh, that's that's true. New feature. What? So, um, I, mean, I need to get my phone back off Mike in case he finds anything on it. Hang on. <laughs> it's all right. There's this horrible video on here. <laughs> so, uh, last year we had Game Under exploring video games. This year, John Lean, who made Game Under happen, is back, and this is John Life Left. Um, hello, my name is John Lean. You might recognise my voice as Roger Edgerton and Game Under. Uh, but this is me talking as myself in a new feature that I think we are going to call John Life Left. Game Under was very interested in ethics, and I'm also very interested in ethics in real life. So I would like to find out about the ethical lessons that games teach us. So the idea is that I'm going to try and learn something from playing games. Each week I'm going to play a game, decipher the ethical message that I think that game has for us, and try and live by that ethical rule for the week and I'll let you know how I get along. This week it had to be the game that I've been spending most of my life playing which is All Out 4 and I believe that the ethical lesson that we can learn from this is that you should try and pick up everything you see. Okay, it's 8am on Monday and I've already hit a bit of a snag. I got out of bed and I saw the contents of the bedroom. So I'm now wearing all of my clothes and most of my girlfriend's clothes and I've got my pocket stuffed with our phones and books and makeup and things like that. I don't think I'm actually going to be able to get out of the room. Now if this was Fallout, I would try and sell everything. The nearest shop is about five minutes away and it's a uh, mini-mart. So I don't think they're going to take these clothes. So what I'm going to do is get on eBay and uh, have a little go at selling some of this stuff. If anything, I have learned that I probably own too much stuff and so does my girlfriend. So, you know, there's an ethical lesson, something to live by. Uh, yeah, we'll give another go next week. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show, and we were just talking about the the, uh, the question of the six-year-olds again. Right, yeah. We were a little bit indignant, weren't we? That the mm. Bithel said that he could have all six-year-olds <laughs> in a fight. He did basically I could. The, I could. the phrase "inevitable demise" is just a little bit. It's a yeah. presumption. It's yeah, a presumption. well, maybe that's maybe that's fair enough. Uh, we should mention the Christmas party. Yes! That was Happened. fun, wasn't it? We had an amazing time. Thank you all uh, for coming to the Christmas party. And you all were there. We were uh, super surprised. It was at Loading's New Bar 
in Stratford. East London, in Stratford, Good. Uh, which was excellent. More of a pub vibe there, but loading uh, staff were brilliant, as they always are. Um, John Hare. Thanks to John set. Hare. Thanks to John Hare. Great set. He got to stand right at the front as he played War Has Never Been So Much yeah. Fun. That was a dream, wasn't yeah. it? Um, and Keith, fantastic Santa Claus. Yeah. No Elf. This year, no, interesting. Was, was interesting. No, in no, that's um, oh. something's happened there, Mike. Mm. We're not, we're not sure what it is, but we think that they may have split up. Really, something might have gone on between mm. Keith and Parker. We'll find out. Some subtext, maybe in his novel. Oh yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. There's a naughty elf in there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Uh, he was good. Wasn't Kieran Gillen brilliant though? Oh, Kieran's gosh. DJing was just fantastic. Thought he was absolutely tremendous. And we'll definitely have him back for another after show, won't we? Maybe at our uh, tent maybe party maybe yeah. and yeah of course the Marioki was great as well thank you so much for coming mm. and singing carols with us uh, we have another Marioki date this month uh, 20 no second second 22nd doesn't matter to you you can get the date wrong because you're not going to be there I'm going to leave this one to you guys but take care of it we will have a very special replacement for you good will we yeah blast from the past <laughs> Robert Howells <laughs> <laughs> Someone, uh, someone's coming back, uh, and that will be very, very special. So, if you can, I might come. I might come and watch. I might come can, as a punter. <laughs> I just remembered who it is. Okay. If you can, uh, if you can make it along to that evening, do go. Please come along. It'll be at the original loading bar in Dalston, and it's free. Uh, but you have to buy loads of cocktails because they're brilliant, and loading is brilliant. Mm. Right. Uh, shall we do reviews? I mean, I mean again, I'm going to opt out of reviews this week. Oh, you can't no. do that. Okay, we're going to ask you anyway. Okay, reviews. There we go. That is reviews. Uh, What have you been playing this week or last month? Well, I mean, I think I'm going to review the shortest game, uh, and I can't remember what it's called. It's got it's that one with a really long name, you know. uh, Oh yeah, Doctor Langaskov the Tiger and the Terribly Cursed Emerald. A whirlwind heist. It's that little taster game uh, from Crows, 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 Mm. and I played it uh, last night. Um, it's brilliant. It's really, really funny, but I feel like I can't say anything because it's um, that's sort of that's sort of it. You can't. You, do you remember when Keith reviewed it a little while ago, and he was like, "I can't really say anything about it." Yeah, it's one of those games which you just. But you thought to... you, you th- even, even though you heard that, despite that, you thought you'd tackle it. <laughs> yeah. You thought I'm gonna. I've got this. Head on. Yeah. yeah. I figured I could probably find a way around it. Maybe so, maybe Keith Smith something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, firstly, this. Um, I love the tone of this game. It's really good. I've la- I laughed out loud, and I I very very rarely laugh out loud at video games, and it's really good. The voice acting in it is brilliant. It's spot on, and uh, um, yeah, it's just it's just really really lovely having that kind of guided narrative uh, with you. Um, and it's surprising. Uh, it's interesting. The interaction in it. I mean, it's not super tricky, but um, it's a nice little a nice little way to look at games as a whole and yeah just it's it's really good it's really playful and really really fun and it's made me really excited about what they might make next i think that's quite a good review actually Simon. <laughs> seven out of ten seven out of ten for my review as well <laughs> fantastic mike i'm trying to think what i've played recently i played halo 5 finally oh that'll do yeah no one's, no one's talked about that no no, no good it's i'm not sure how because I, I i i was really into the first halo as a teenager mm. obsessed with it loved it played it over and over again i feel like i need to read like seven comics watch two tv <laughs> i have no idea what's going on uh the story he's makes naughty no now sense. isn't he is he a naughty man i couldn't work it like I, nathan fillion's there that was the only like discernible plot element for okay. me um but no it's really odd um there's still quite this the that loop is still fun but it was uh really odd in terms of its structure and made no sense to me story-wise it's got a ground pound now that's quite the 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 kind of the punchy stuff is quite good right which is which it's Smash is Brothers. fine because I always used to play like I remember playing Halo mainly as a melee game mm-hmm. you know as a teenager and it's it's still there and it it looks reasonably pretty and it's you know they've had to do a lot of Call of Duty style kind of the looking down the site stuff but yeah I, I need to play more of it because it's incredibly I'm a bit underwhelmed to be honest because Halo Four was a, very pretty and had really nice concise art direction and this one just seems to be throwing everything at me and I I'm a little there, overwhelmed is there any shooting in it there's a little bit of shooting I'm out you're out aren't you I've yep. 
Uh, you've got to give it a score. I think I think seven out of ten. Seems seems fair. Simon. Right, I'm going to run through very quickly the games I've played on the Gear VR. Okay, okay. I'm going to oh, run through yeah. my library. Good right, it's, uh, yes. a review uh, mega edition. <laughs> uh, starting with Amiga Agent. Uh, it's Pilot Wings with except you've got a jetpack in 3D. You're flying around a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's absolutely breathtaking, thrilling, genuinely sense of vertigo as you're swooping up. Um, you need to play it with a controller. Uh, use the swivel chair option where you. Ooh, you uh, okay, that's cool. Uh, Protocol Zero not played that demo yet. VR carts. I was quite taken with this when I saw it interfla- interface. But um, so it's the only racing game on Gear VR. Very simple kart racing. Uh, the controls are backwards at the start for some reason. And yeah, I didn't. I didn't really like it um, when I started playing it. Uh, seven out of ten. Uh, Temple Run VR. So it uh, goes oh, Temple wow. Run, but into first person. What? Free to play. <laughs> Uh, free to enjoy um, yeah again everybody uh, people like this because they've played Temple Run and this is a, you know a very much a new perspective on that game 7 out of 10 Smash Hit free in the Oculus store uh, you fire balls at um, objects that are hurtling towards you and they break um, yep. absolutely breathtaking my niece was particularly t- Talia you may remember Talia from we'll have to get her back for the 10 year anniversary celebrations yeah. um, on playing this she immediately ordered a Gear VR from the money what? that her Dad gave it for Christmas, seven out of ten. She's Dead- old enough to have money. I know. God. Dead Secret, uh, murder mystery. Um, I'm not too far into it at the moment, but I know people have been properly scared by it. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I will finish it seven out of ten. Keep talking and nobody explodes. Uh, mentioned that earlier. Fun, Loads yeah. of fun party games, seven out of ten. Adventure Time, Magic Man, Head Games, Dexter's favourite game. Um, uh, really nice um, Cartoon Network game. Uh, third person. Um, looks beautiful. I think it was free as well, was it? I can't remember. Uh, 7 out of 10. Uh, finally, Land's End from the Monument Valley people. Now, yep. Steve, you may think because Ooh. it's from the Monument Valley people, I wouldn't like it. But no, that's you putting your prejudices <laughs> on me, actually, because this, um, unlike Monument Valley, is really great. Um, Wait a second, isn't it a walking simulator as well? It's a, it's a, puzzle, it's a very... Um, so it's more about the atmosphere. So you're on an island, the waves okay. are crashing beneath you, but you're moving stuff around. So they've uh, they've embraced the control mechanics. So, um, so you don't need a controller to play it. Uh, you look around. It's just... Yeah, it's just... It's, it's quite sound relaxing. Like you. It doesn't sound like, like you at all. New perspective. Who are you? New Year. New Simon. Those are my reviews. Steve, what have you been playing? I have been playing an awful lot of desktop dungeons. Desktop Dungeons is a roguelike uh, minesweeper puzzle game in which there is a lot of killing of orcs and the like. Uh, it's set in a uh, traditional D&D universe, but it's a 50, they call it 15-minute roguelike. It usually takes me about half an hour each level. I've certainly reviewed this game before because I've certainly invested at least two occasions, once on the PC and subsequently on my first iPad before I lost that, uh, at least 40 hours into it both times, and I'm back at that point again because it's it's just perfect for me it's absolutely ideal it fits in those gaps when i'm not sure what to play it's always challenging it is beautifully scripted like so well uh, written the it's funny and charming the challenges it's always giving you different things to do there is always something else to do if you get stuck and i do get stuck regularly i've never come close to finishing it uh, and it's fantastic I did feel that trepidation when I loaded it up for the first time, uh, this first time, because I was like, as soon as I'm in, I'm not getting out again. And so it's proven. Uh, I've lost, you know, 40 hours to that. 7 out of 10. Uh, I'm still playing Zookeeper, uh, that free-to-play one as well. Uh, I don't know why. In the same <laughs> way as I don't know why I'm playing Niko Atsumi. I do, because so Niko Atsumi is cute and social, and I'm playing that sort of with Anne and with all the other people who are playing it. Zookeeper, I'm not. I'm playing it on my own, and I'm just logging in every half an hour just to push a couple of buttons. Look but I have a greater understanding into that mechanic now. Uh, 7 out of 10. I would also like to quickly say, uh, last night I found myself on Pippin Bar's website. Uh, Pippin Bar is a brilliant game designer. And I haven't been onto his website for ages. He's got loads of new games I haven't, I haven't seen, including one called Durations. Uh, which just below Don't Drown. Don't Drown went a little bit viral on the net, maybe last year or the year before, I can't remember. Uh, you've just got to click to stop someone from drowning. You would hate it, Simon. Okay. What, could uh, I like people drowning? Yeah. Uh, but Durations, I'm not going to spoil at all. I just thought it was great. Uh, it was one of those games that I, I wish I had made. Uh, it is a solid 7 out of 10. Reviews over. Uh, what now? Music? 
got some music. I was going to have a chat with you about. Uh, I was just thinking as you were talking, then Steve. You know, and, you know, the subject of the new year, new start, and all that sort of stuff. When are you? I mean, obviously you've got Chime Sharp. But you've got some other projects. What are we going to see? Are we going to see those this year? Yes. Uh, so Chime Sharp is in early access, proper early access now, and it's playable. And there's a couple of new tracks coming very, very soon. I think we're on seven now. Keep adding tracks until we get to fourteen, and then it's done. So it should be done uh, probably by GDC, sort of March time. I have a game called Pixelgrams, which is the puzzle thing that you know I've been playing with for about a year, uh, and is it was almost done after about a month, and has taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> taken the the rest of the year but that's um that's now see the final version of that basically finished Mm. and uh yeah time is an island is the other thing which is my uh geography maps game that i've been working on with a brilliant guy called graham uh, graham spence he's a brilliant brilliant coder and a brilliant artist it turns out as well uh, which is why it looks so beautiful that is the story of uh two and a half thousand years uh, worth of uh, history and it's about how people shape geography and geography shapes people it's most easily understood it's as mini golf shooting. versus <laughs> fridge poetry and uh, and that will be uh, well, well there'll be a press site up for that in a couple of days so I'll start talking about that soon so yes exciting good, year good, for me good. but Simon mm. If that was a way of getting me to ask about your game, no, it's worked. No, I've moved on from that. I've because moved on from that. Yeah. What, you finished? You're not, no, I've, I've decided it's too, it's going to be too hard for me to write. <laughs> Don't do that. Tell him, Mike. It's brilliant. No, I, one less competitor's always welcome. <laughs> so. Give up. Give up on your dreams. That's okay, it's well, well, it's going to be on to something slightly easier to write. Um, okay. Well, well, this is the second time you've stalled on this. Mm. So the third time... I might come back to it again. Might come amazing. Back to What's again. it called? So we know... Well, this one, no, the, the one I've given up. The one you've given up on. Well, it was originally to be called four seconds ago. Then, then it was called, called twelve seconds ago. And now, <laughs> now I think Feature it's be, creep. That's the well, then it's, I think it was actually going to be called Time Cats at the end of it. Time so. Cats. Okay, so Time Cats, bring it back. Okay. All right, and what's your new one called? Don't know yet. All right, fantastic. Uh, let's have a little bit of music, and then we will be back to shut down the show. from uh, chipmusic.org you've heard Clam Atmosphere earlier in the show and at the start of the show there was Impulses and Heartbreak and what games are you making this year it's about time uh, I've got an idea for one right do you want to talk about it no well, let's go okay when are you going to make it uh, I don't know whether to do it after I've learned to drive <laughs> feels like maybe just do you need to, to do drive driving yeah, exactly <laughs> maybe okay maybe I need a six year old child before then <laughs> uh, yeah I don't want to I don't I want to talk about it now, Steve. All right, fine. If I'm honest. Well, no. that's exciting. Can you give it a code name so we can? Uh, code name. Um, no, oh, I can't even think of that. What's, what's in front of you? Something. Code name's phone. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're going to make it a game this year. Yeah, I, I think there's probably going to be one out for me this year. One. One. Just one. Is that the one we know about? No. Oh, oh, one in addition to what you know about. Okay, I think, cool. Probably. Cool. Yeah. Is that an exclusive? No, maybe. <gasps> I don't know. I say a lot of stuff on Twitter. You can know. I don't really ever have any exclusives left over. It's a radio. Probably an exclusive to radio. Did you you see that Radio 1 thing? was going on over Christmas. No, Julia Hardy did it. Mm. That was outrageous on Twitter, I thought. Was it? They were bragging about being the first ever video game radio show. What? Unbelievable. What? Literally unbelievable. Exactly. Julia Hardy. Right. Is she a friend of the show? Was sorry. Was she a was friend, she of, a the friend of the show? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Right, interesting. So, uh, so that's it. We were all already been. We added someone to the list today as well, didn't we? 
Oh, we did. We did. Oh, we did. So yeah. the list is <laughs> the list is continuing <laughs> into our tenth year, which is which exactly. Is actually, we're going to read it out at our tenth. Do we have any uh, any other things that the uh, yeah that's true? Yeah. <laughs> any other things that the radio show should try and achieve in 2016, our tenth anniversary? Yes. Uh, send us suggestions. Send us suggestions mm-hmm. yeah. next week. Team at onelifeleft.com. If people say, if people said to you uh, over Christmas, if they, if, if they just went to, to <laughs> would you respond with team at onelifeleft.com? Yeah, it's yeah. sort of become an automatic. <laughs> ten, ten years, years in, <laughs> exactly. been conditioned. Did you find out who that person was on Facebook who was saying, "I can't believe I was in the same place as Anne Scanty"? No, and I tried to look for that and I couldn't find it. Maybe it's been deleted. Really? Did you open the post? Ah, post. <laughs> if you want to send us an actual letter and have it forgotten about like this one almost was uh, you can send us uh, to send us post to one life left 144 borough high street london se11 lb like this it person like has. christmas again isn't it yeah. christmas. Yeah. mike thank you so much for coming in we can follow you on twitter at you can if you want oh mike, that's mike cool oh, oh, that's Kyra's book. Kyra's good book that is excellent it's the good book i'll tell you exactly. how it ends no. Uh, okay. Uh, yes. Thank you so much for coming yes. in, Mike. Good and luck tomorrow pleasure. and for the other games. Thanks. Uh, we'll see you around, won't we? Probably. Good. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening. Yes. Uh, thank you all for listening. We will see you very, very soon. Uh, we're back next Monday. Yes. Yes. Until then. Goodbye. 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 Bye. Bye.